He's a gorilla of destiny, a bullet club OG, continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tama Tonga. Welcome to Tamas Island. I'm Tama Tonga. This is Ross Berman. We're here. All the way from Japan, all the way from Chicago, meeting up yep. to do this live for you. Ross, how you doing, man? How you feeling? Ross, Ross, hey, everybody, Ross just got his second shot. Is that Pfizer? His Pfizer vaccine? Yep. We yep. were supposed to do this podcast yesterday, but Ross has been so hungover. I don't know if you guys <laughs> kept up with his, his Twitter. He, he was more hungover than the time he, uh, he thought he almost got kicked out of college. And so he went to three dorm parties and got wrecked. That's yep. how it felt, huh? <laughs> oh, it was it, it it was a little better because the day after those dorm parties, I had to then pack all of my stuff from my dorm, and so I, because I didn't have to do the packing, it was it was technically better. But yeah, I I got my second dose of the of the Pfizer vaccine on Monday, which means Tuesday I was laid up. I had a small dose of COVID for about thirty six hours, and now that now that the fever has broken and my headache's gone, I feel invincible. I feel like I could climb a mountain. Now you uh, said so your girlfriend pretty... didn't have it like that bad as you, right? Yeah, but she's she's got a healthy immune system. She does. I've because I've got Crohn's disease. My treatment leaves uh -huh. me immune compromised, and so I will have a, a slightly stronger reaction to stuff like vaccines. Like even when I get the flu shot, I'll get a little bit fluier than than most people. Oh, gotcha, um, gotcha. But like I said, thirty six hours later, and I'm I'm ready to take on the world. So good you're here, news man. There. I don't I don't know how real this is, but I I've heard. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe you can back me up on this that they had to stop the Johnson and Johnson shot? Yes, they are reviewing the Johnson and Johnson shot because right now there are about six or seven reported cases of blood clots. In a, it's in about seven million, and so it's still a very small percentage of the people that have been uh, that have been vaccinated, but it is uh -huh. enough that the CDC is putting it back under under some form of review. Well, like I said, it. It's a small percentage, but that's just yeah. reported. So it's entirely possible that outside of that six or seven out of seven million, there are more cases. And so we'll we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so far, Moderna and Pfizer are all good. Johnson and Johnson is, is back under review. But otherwise, that's that's just for the blood clotting. So it's not a it's not a true it's a it, there's there's still some stuff that can go wrong, but it's it, it's looking hopeful. That's that's the best way to put it. Yeah, man. Speaking of Corona, man. Hey, a lot of y'all that went out there to WrestleMania. I hope y'all got your damn shots. Hope you got at least or getting your shots after because, uh, mm -hmm. man, that that a lot of you guys came back with positive results after the yeah. after the WrestleMania week weekend. Yep, it, it, there are some reports coming through that uh, some some folks have already come back from WrestleMania weekend, gotten positive uh, results. Which I, the way the incubation period means they would have had it when they were in in Tampa or would have caught it in Tampa. And so there's there are especially if you were at the the collective, if you were at WrestleMania proper, those are the those are the, the shows that you're really you're if you were there get tested that's all i can that's all we can really say right. because uh it's it's just been a very weird uh 
and as and I think it was as a lot of people predicted, it's been a weird, weird uh, uh, WrestleMania weekend. Uh, it, the independent scene had had some struggles with sanitation. There were reports of, uh, you know, various uh, either hand washing stations not being functional or sanitizing stations just not being there. Mask usage was pretty much 50 50 and so it does it does seem like there is going to be some fallout from this wrestlemania weekend and not just in the uh in the wrestle and not just on the wrestling side of it but on the the you know human rights side of it yeah i uh speaking of wrestlemania we uh Mm -hmm. i and weird we uh (laughs) we watched it ross had hit me up and you gotta go see the bad bunny match (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. After a week of Bad Bunny, that's been like my favorite thing to say all last week. Bad Bunny, he shows up, man, and so I sign on and watch the damn match, and mm-hmm. I was, I was surprised. I, I was, I was surprised. He did a great job for somebody right? who came in who's not a wrestler, who is a celebrity outside of of wrestling, and. Mm-hmm. He did a great job. I a lot better than most wrestlers, <laughs> and a lot, <laughs> and probably the best that I've seen an outsider come in and do. Probably, yep. probably. I mean, I Ross. Yeah, you were no, right, this, man. I and I had that's why I had to hit you up because I'm I'm a wrestling fan, and so I can't I can't watch Bad Bunny the way that someone who's wrestled can watch bad bunny and so i i needed that set of eyes i needed someone who had been who has been a wrestler to say like yeah dude this this kid has something because like bad bunny really he showed up and you can tell that this guy has been watching a lot of AAA, a lot of cmll i mean the way that he was carrying himself on some of those spinning head scissors on that canadian destroyer i mean this guy loves wrestling and has been has been practicing and training his ass off for this match and it it showed man it he it was showed. in that match 90% of that, of that match. 90% it, of that match, Bad Bunny was wrestling from beginning he, to end. Even when he wasn't in the match, he was <laughs> doing a Canadian Destroyer outside of the match. It took, I mean, put, uh, a, he, uh, was I was <laughs> he was Ricky Morton. He was Ricky Morton for the entire, it all built to him finally tagging in Damian Priest like he was Robert Gibson, and it, and it all <laughs> worked i mean shout out to priest for for being able to to you know <laughs> like you know has, to being able to like be a selfless performer and let bad bunny really you know kind of get out there and then props to miz and morrison for i mean big props at, at the end it, of the it, day no one made him feel out of place he felt like a rookie debuting instead of like a, a celebrity yeah. have it going to, to wrestling dream camp they started their match slow enough for Miz to to establish, you know, him himself being the heel. Uh, Bad mm-hmm. Bunny did a great job. I, that first that first punch, man, it, I, you know, I, it looked like it caught him. But then when they, you know, they do it in slow mo, mm-hmm. it, it it looked nice. It looked it looked it, it's good enough. It's good mm-hmm. enough. Man. But they did a good job. Uh, uh, Miz and Morrison, man, they did a really good job of taking care of um, Bad Bunny in there. Um, and I. I you know, I haven't watched the WWE product in a very long time, and mm-hmm. and I haven't watched WrestleMania, and this is the first time I went. I went and signed up to Peacock for my seven day trial just yep. so I can check this out. And I'm doing a free ad here, all right? But I went. It gets the, you get a seven day free yep. like like it's free seven days when you sign up. I'll be sure to cancel my shit in that seven days, <laughs> all right? But but I went and and uh, and I checked it out, man, and I looked in 
and I watched the, that match. I watched the, uh, there was a couple of matches, but I was impressed. I was surprised. Um, his entrance, man, Bad Bunny's entrance was pretty cool. Coming into that big truck with fireworks in there. There was a, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, I haven't, it's, they did all right, man. Uh, yeah. The camel, there was something that we talked about a long time ago here on the episode. Mm-hmm. Um there's there's so many i'm so used to new japan just one angle one angle one angle i mm-hmm. I, I was getting kind of dizzy and annoyed at a lot of the stuff that they were doing to switch the camera uh the camera yep. angle so much that but but hey I, I i understand what they're doing but it gets a little bit uh but it helped out i mean not that bad money needed it because he mm-hmm. the, the everybody around him the his support group and uh with morrison and and Miz was doing did really good, man. But yep. I can't like man, I it's it's been a long it's, time, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, no, and it's it really this this WrestleMania, even even the second night, which I feel people have kind of said was not quite as good as the first night, was still one of the best WWE shows in ages. I mean, there there is really there was something about this year's rest. Yeah, there was something about this year's WrestleMania. I think it was Maybe because the two nights kept them paced, or maybe it was maybe it just they had the right fire under them. But like they really, they especially that that Sasha Banks Bianca Belair match that closed out mm-hmm. night one that was spectacular. The way they I, had I Roman, that, yep, yep. The way they had Roman Reigns destroy Edge and Daniel Bryan as a way to kind of cap his year of destroying everyone's favorite wrestlers is just mm-hmm. I they I think they really they hit a a home run and I. It, it's going to be, I know there, there are even people in the chat, shout out to all the subscribers that are, are in our, our Twitch chat right now. Talk about like, we've got, we got Tama Tonga plugging Peacock and WWE. We're talking about how good WrestleMania <laughs> on Tama's Island. It's a, it's don't get a, used to it. Motherfuckers. No. I, it's like you said, you're going to be canceling that Peacock subscription real soon. And I, I, at the end of the day, I, I already watched what happened on raw and, and NXT. And so there's not much, they, they're already back to being WWE, if that makes any sense. Um, but what a <laughs> what what a weekend we had! What a weekend it was! And and this was, I think, the first WrestleMania weekend in a long time where WWE had better buzz than the independent scene. Because like even we had this big WrestleMania festival that was going on, and the like uh-huh. the biggest the biggest talking points out of WrestleMania weekend were WrestleMania itself, commentary on the independents, and then mm-hmm. uh, t- uh, Teddy Hart. Like those were those were the three stories. The matches kind of came secondary, um, and so hey, we're, it, we're going to talk about Teddy Hart. I want to know what's no, going on with Teddy Hart, man. He's oh, he got, a good story. He got, <laughs> Teddy Hart well, always got something going on with his life, man. <laughs> well, Ted, Teddy Hart, Teddy Hart is out of jail and was attending some GCW <laughs> events. And then he tried to head across town to the uh, independent wrestling TV events where he got kicked out by John Wayne Murdoch. And then one of the promoters, uh, I believe it was either Paradigm or Unsanctioned, one of the, one of the IWTV uh, promoters just straight up cut, delivered a, a fire and brimstone speech on Teddy Hart to open one of the shows. Like he, he really had them, he had more heat than any of the independent heels that were, were going this weekend. Um, but it, <laughs> When you have fifty plus shows and people are talking about what's going on outside the shows, there is there's something a little little wrong there. There's something there's something you need to kind of might need to to figure out because it, it it I think this is the first year the independents don't have. There have been so many people signed by WWE and AEW, and there are so many options now that 
it feels like the independents are are kind of refiguring out their place in North American wrestling, and that might mm-hmm. be the uh, that might be what what we're seeing over the over the course of this weekend. Because like like I said, WrestleMania had the had the best buzz. Usually, people are like, "Oh, it was Spring Break. Oh, it was Bloodsport. Oh, it was uh, this the, uh, another show or this midnight show." Um, but outside of like outside of for the culture, for the culture was apparently it was a great show, but then everything else just kind of fell under the under under everyone's radar i don't know i don't know how to explain it other than that it was uh was was that a good i mean was there a lot of tur- uh big turnouts for these independent scenes yeah, not that? not really I not mean, really a lot of it, promoters were a little iffy iffy too you know because of the situation mm-hmm. i i i mean even i was if if yeah, people asked oh, yeah. about if we were going to do a uh bullet club beach beach party or another block party down there and i'm like nah not this year it, i'm mm-hmm. just not 100 percent on on what's going mm-hmm. on with the world yet to to um to take that guy, you know, take the mm-hmm. fans, take responsibility for the fans and everything. And I think, yep. I don't think, uh, well, you know, a lot of independents tried it and see, I'm sure some did uh, okay. I saw the blood sport thing. It looked like that they, they yep. did all right. Uh, I saw some of our guys wrestling over there. Um, yep. A lot of LA young boys and whatnot. And that's, um, and that's, that's kind of where, that's kind of where the bigger problem lies. It's not like there were bad matches this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's not like there were, were bad start that you're, Rocky Romero had an amazing match with Chavo Guerrero at Bloodsport that I think made a lot of people look different at both of them because they were just they had to pull out different styles because it was Bloodsport. Yeah. Uh, fin Finjuice had an amazing tag match at like mm-hmm. noon on on Friday. It was either Friday mm-hmm. or Saturday with uh, Violences Forever. That mm-hmm. I mean it re- it it was spectacular, but it just there was so much going on that these these great moments weren't able to to kind of pop up to the surface. Uh-huh. Um, and it, and it and it it hurts guys on the independents like guys like like Kevin Koo who who wrestled Finjuice this weekend he I think any other year this would have been the big weekend but because no one was able to kind of pop up I think everyone that wrestled this independent weekend's going to have to work a little bit harder over the next like summer over the next you know year or so I I don't know it it was a it was a very interesting weekend but again shout out to shout out to bianca belair and sasha banks for make not only making wrestling history the first uh black women to ever headline wrestlemania the first two black superstars to ever fight for a title in the main event of wrestlemania so just a lot of history being made like yeah they they checked a lot of history with that with that match and what a match was you said you saw it i mean bianca yeah, belair I, sasha banks was, really there was a few matches i i tuned in on night one mm-hmm. i skipped night two i could only get my fill off 91 night one here with my peacock oh, yeah. subscription you know uh but um i i watched the um the bad the bad bunny match i watched bianca mm-hmm. uh and uh and banks and then um who's that i watched uh oh her business Ooh, Man, Bobby Lashley and McIntyre. Bobby yeah. Lashley and McIntyre. Yeah, I watched that those three matches only. Um, but yeah, what a match uh, Bianca and, and Banks had, man. I, I, there were some creative things that they did there, man. That that really mm-hmm. uh, I like. I like what they did in the ring. They took it outside. Um, I mm-hmm. I I'm not real big on women matches. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I, I feel that there's just so much more that needs to be done. Um, but, I, okay, so I'll, I'll say this. I kind of yeah. tuned into that women's tag match at the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. It was a uh, like a like a what, what do you call that? The tag like gauntlet. A, it's like tag team yeah. turmoil or whatever they yeah. their, their name for I it. I tuned into that and I tuned right out because I I couldn't yeah. I couldn't watch it. You know, but then coming into Bianca and Banks' uh, match, mm-hmm. man, they were I mean their timing, they like they were just chop 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 chop, kept going from one thing to the other, and I was like I was really impressed, man. Their speed, of what they executed, moves, man. Um, I I was really impressed. Uh, man, I. You know, I don't know how how homegirl does it with her hair that long, man. I, that's that's and, gotta be difficult. She, and she left it. She left a mark on Sasha Banks with that uh, with that hair. She she like straight on whipped her with the ponytail right at the end. And there, you could see there's like a giant welt along well, the side yeah, of Sasha Banks' side. So like that, it. I have heard reports. It's it's anywhere between like five to to ten pounds of ponytail that she's got on her head. Like Bianca Belair is is carrying around some serious hardware with that ponytail, um, yeah. and it's just it's it's impressive. And Sasha Banks, when you th- I mean, because you you just talked about how how you feel that women wrestling needs to come a little bit farther, just needs to nudge it a little bit a little bit mm-hmm. more. I feel like Sasha Banks is the person doing that. I mean, you look at her her resume right now, her match with Bailey yeah. in Brooklyn inspired a lot of women wrestlers to stuff, step their game up. And then now you've got this match with with Bianca Belair that is this big historic WrestleMania main event. I mean, she's making that she's making that Ricky Steamboat case for for women's wrestling right now of like the person who really de- you know, defines what fluid uh uh with the the new fluid style is going to be if that if that makes any sense like she's just she's really yeah well uh, you know when I when I talk about um women needing to, to yeah. step up a little bit more um if you watch UFC the women hold their own just like men the way they yep. move how fluid they are because they train the same they they're that's I feel in wrestling that should mm-hmm. be the same like when you can't tell the difference between yep. between um, women and men, the way they move, the way they they work, um, and uh, that's just my preference. That's mm-hmm. just me, you know. Uh, I there's well, so and- much like cringy moments there that I I, I need I need, I'm like man, yeah. that needs to be smoother. That needs um, my my pop was that. I remember when we when we started training, uh, when we had girls training with us, my dad was mm-hmm. real tough on them. Like, hey, if you want to be noticed, you gotta wrestle like the guys. You gotta move mm-hmm. like the guys. You gotta you gotta take the bump like the guys. You gotta take a punch like the guys. You gotta punch like the guys. You gotta kick like the guys. You you have to do everything like the guys to to elevate you know the the women in in wrestling. And um, I I feel the same. That just yep. it's just the competition. It's just I think that just better's them and it's and, and take guys can take um women more seriously because even my wife can't watch women wrestling mm-hmm. you know she likes watching some some wrestling but when it comes mm-hmm. to women she can't she can't do that you know and and i don't I, i'm with her yeah. there's but that bianca but i'll give props what props is due bianca and banks killed it the way they they did things i'm like okay that's that's a step in the right direction that's where they're heading and i like that man yeah i like that no it it really it was a it was a fantastic match. Shout out shout out to both women for just for really taking that historic spot and running with it because like they could it. I remember WrestleMania 35 was the first women's main event of WrestleMania where it was it was Becky versus uh, Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. and it was it was a fine match. It was I think it was more historic than it was like a good match. This one mm-hmm. I think the match lived up to the the history. Yeah. The match lived up to its yeah. its place in 
in history. And I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes going forward. But another, you mentioned it earlier, Lashley versus McIntyre, the way they opened WrestleMania this year mm-hmm. was kind of a shock because McIntyre has been, he literally carried WWE throughout the pandemic, being their WWE champion since last WrestleMania. And it really felt like this was going to be McIntyre's moment. And Bobby Lashley crushed his dreams in a, in a, like Mm -hmm. under, under 15 minutes. I mean, I, I really, I feel like they've got kind of a a Naito situation on their hands with McIntyre right now. where like, he's now going to spend the next year chasing a moment that's been denied to him, you know? And it's, I, 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 I'm really excited to see what they do with that, especially because it means Bobby Lashley gets to be champion a little longer and that dude's money. Like, what yeah. what do you think Lashley, of Lashley Lashley's in 2021? Been in the game so long, man. He's got so much experience, and to look the way that he looks still is incredible. You know, um, I I I don't mind it because it's something different. It's a it's different from from McIntyre this past year, mm-hmm. right? He's the opposite yep. of, of McIntyre, and I think that's okay to to have McIntyre chase that, to have Lashley be a, something different for everybody to run with, you know, for somebody else to overcome. I, I think it's all right. I think they're trying it out and yeah. see how, what happens. And and Lashley has been kind of, you know, we've been talking about him for a while now, and he, he looks great even for his age. Uh, he's He's been doing great with this Hurt business. I'm sad that they broke it up because that right? was money. You know, it's about to bring up like a week before it. They, they yeah. ended up breaking up Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. All the Hurt business is gone and have been replaced by retribution now in the post-WrestleMania yeah. landscape. So yeah. not sure what they're doing there, but Lashley, Lashley's money. He's got the MMA background. He's been in this business for about 15 years now. And so he's really, he knows what he's doing now. He really, yeah. he, he, he's absolutely has been around it long enough that, that there are, there are, there aren't those, those weird points there were in the beginning of his career. And I'm just going to say it, the window for that Lesnar Lashley match that I think a lot of people dream about is closing. It's, it's good. They gotta, they gotta get there eventually. And it feels like now that he's got the belt, now that Drew McIntyre's out of the way, bring on the beast, man. I mean, Lashley McIntyre, that's, that's rest. That's, that's Dallas. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a match you can, you can sell out a lot of tickets to. That's a money match, huh? Damn. Ooh, damn. I can see that. I can see Mm -hmm. that, man. I I like to see that actually. Shit, now that you're talking about it, I, I like right? to see that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Because like Lesnar and Lashley is a match that I feel like even even Bellator tried to get that going. UFC is try it in a in a small way tried to do that, but it's it's not. It's one of the rare dream matches that isn't limited to wrestling. It's like you know how yeah. Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather were like, first we can go in the the boxing ring, and then if we decide we want a rematch, we could probably do an MMA fight. It's it it goes across multiple. Uh, genres of combat sports and so you can I think if you have a Lesnar Lashley match that's a match that brings in that UFC guy that thinks WWE is just you know for for kids and stuff like that's gonna bring in some serious some serious eyes yeah um yeah I'm with that man I'd like to see that now now Lesnar Lashley and even Sean Benjamin they were all college they were all star uh college uh, college athletes right they were all Mm -hmm. all americans i'm sad yeah technically the whole reason shelton benjamin's in wwe is because he was roommates with brock lesnar and lesnar was like i you need to bring i he makes me feel comfortable you need to bring him here or else (laughs) like it was he was like this link to the the golden gophers and so that was part of what what got shelton benjamin in in his foot in the door 
No shit, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm a little sad that they broke the whole Hurt business that they, they kind of like put Shelton to the side here. Even even with um Alexander, man, because those two are very, very talented guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I wonder why, you know, because then they, they lost they this Monday Night Raw. They, they lost to the mm-hmm. uh, return of the Vikings, right? Yeah, Raiders. What, what are they? The, the the I think they're war the Viking Raider, Raider the Viking Raiders now because they weren't. Yeah. I think it was I think it was War specifically. They weren't allowed to have on TV PG gotcha. uh, programming. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, and that's that's kind of why like I like Lashley and I like MVP. I like those two together. But what they're doing with the Hurt business and what they're because now they've brought in Retribution to kind of replace the Hurt business as Lashley's mm-hmm. lackeys. But mm-hmm. but literally the past three months have been the Hurt business beating retribution and tag matches and so Mm -hmm. it just it doesn't it doesn't make lashley feel as important as it was when he was bringing up benjamin and alexander and it was this group of guys that were really working together now they just kind of feel like your usual you know group designed to to they feel like a a regular wwe group now instead of that that like unique special feeling that the hurt business had um it's interesting where they're taking that because you still got MVP with with being the mouth for, mm-hmm. for Lashley, right? And that's still yep. MVP is he's he's very talented on the mic, man. He's really good with a mic, and I think he, he had a nice stable. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just sad to, to see it go, man. Because that no, I'm, I think they could have done more with that. I'm with you. I remember that when they had that photo of everyone with gold because the they were the yeah. tag champs and Lashley was the United States champ, and they did it again with the WWE Championship, mm-hmm. and it was just I. I don't know. I, I, there wasn't, there aren't a lot of groups like that in WWE. It kind of felt, it kind of felt like the early days of evolution where they were like mm. letting four guys kind of become superstars instead of just making it about one guy. Cause now it's all yeah. about Lashley. I don't believe yeah. that retribution is going to start winning more because uh, they're teamed with Lashley. I believe that they'll just, they'll be getting beaten more to keep Lashley <laughs> safe. Um, whereas like with the hurt business, it really it really felt like it was about lashley it was about shelton it was about cedric it was even mm-hmm. even mvp wasn't wrestling and it still felt about mvp it felt like everyone was on the same level and yeah and maybe that was the problem maybe they needed to feel like lashley is is on a pedestal but i think like when when you look like lashley and you move like lashley you, you've got a built-in pedestal you don't need to put a hat yeah. on a hat oh i agree um, that's true yeah that's very true Man. So yeah, a mixed it definitely a, a mixed a mixed bag uh, from WrestleMania weekend. The matches were good, but it, we're now we're now back to it, it being it being WWE. But the history is is still the history. It still doesn't change the fact that Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks have had not only had one of the best WrestleMania main events, but like I said, they checked all those historic boxes that uh, really I think made it made night one so special night two was good it was very solid but that night one man Who's that? what matches was on night two man i totally I, I didn't night two you've it. got you've got the the roman reigns daniel bryan edge uh triple threat that is uh-huh. is f- fantastic all three guys deserve a round of applause for that one um but then you also have uh oscar versus rhea ripley there was uh, the women's tag title match that was set up by the tag team turmoil uh and then here let me pull up let me pull up WrestleMania night two because it was Sammy and Kale. Yep, Sammy, Ka- uh, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens with Logan Paul had a fun little match. Logan Omega. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> Logan Paul took a nasty stunner. I mean, if we're talking about like wrestlers getting involved, it was night and day 
from night one and night two. Because night one, you have Bad Bunny wrestling 90% of the match. Night two, literally Logan Paul just sat by the announce table reacting to stuff. Not even on commentary, just like going, wow, oh no, wow. Like, and they would, they would like cut over to him while Sammy and KO had their match. And then at the end, he took just, like I said, one of the most gruesome stunners I've ever seen. It looked like it really, really hurt him. Um, but then you also had Sheamus, Sheamus versus Riddle, Apollo Crews versus Big E in a Nigerian drum fight, which was really just a street fight with a bunch of drums and gongs around the ring, which was, it was fun. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was, it, and then you had, you had Randy Orton and the Fiend, um, which, how much have you seen of Randy Orton and the Fiend, Tama? Yeah, like, wasn't that all last year? All, all end of last year? I. Oh, it's still going. Yeah, it's still, it's, still... A, it's, it's been happening for the past, like, six months. Randy Orton, the Fiend, and Alexa Bliss dressing like, I don't, I don't even, it, the whole Alexa Bliss stuff makes it feel like you need, you, it, you need like a dark web to, to actually access it. Cause they've had, they've had Alexa Bliss dressed like, for lack of a better word, a 12 year old swinging on the, the swing sets with pigtails. Yeah. Um, and then Bray Wyatt has been burned a lot. Like he was a ghost for a while. Cause Randy Orton burned him alive. Everyone was vomiting up black goo. And then they had a regular wrestling match about it. I, I really, I can't, I, like they, they did the theatrical entrance with the fiend popping out of the box. And then they, they locked up and just had a regular, regular old wrestling match under red lights. I, it's, I'm look, I, I, I understand that I'm a rare breed of wrestling fan. I like the avant-garde. I loved what they did with, with the fiend and Cena, where it was like this mini movie about Cena facing his own ego and, and vanishing into the ether. This was just, I, I don't know if they were going to have a regular wrestling match. I don't know why we needed all the, everyone vomiting (laughs) black goo and people getting lit on, on fire. Like I, I don't know. Uh, what do you think about that? Because like I think when when there is like a, a highly theatrical concept like this, or like like there's a blood feud, like like a good example is when the Bucks had their father attacked by the inner mm-hmm. circle, and then the match that preceded it was you know a lockup in a very basic wrestling match without any you know I'm mad at you for hurting my father. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you, what do you think about the the kind of standard standard wrestling match in that in that situation? Because I uh, it doesn't hit for me. The flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsors at Manscaped, you can trim those holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers, y'all. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for the Thomas Island audience. If you use our code, TAMA, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They're here to make sure your balls are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning. Manscaped has all the tools to get you spring ready. Have you heard about the Weed Whacker? It's a nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. There's no more gross nose hairs flying off into the wind. Plus, the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor and a 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Manscaped is making it easier than ever to whack your weeds and also to make sure that you have the most confidence while also providing hygiene. Speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh and ready for everything that comes your way all day. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside and this is crucial for your ball 
balls to stop sticking to your leg. I use it. It's great, especially as the summertime gets swampier. If you go to manscaped.com right now and use the code TAMA, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Use the code T-A-M-A for free shipping and 20% off at manscaped.com. Manscaped, shave your balls. Yeah, no, I no, I understand. I understand where you're coming from, yeah. and and that's what that's a problem here when you when you go with these theatrics is that mm-hmm. you're you're giving these people like this is gonna be like crazy. This is gonna be you're gonna you know all these these cool things, all these these smoking mirrors, and then you're gonna ex- you want you're expecting something to match that kind of level. Yeah. Then they lock up and they do an arm drag and a headlock takeover, and it's like yep. what the hey man, come on, nah, you know that. Yep. Because now you know the product doesn't match the wrapper, right? So, yep. so you, you gotta. I I don't know how I would approach that. I I don't know, man. I would have set myself on fire. I wouldn't have came out doing any of that <laughs> shit, you know. <laughs> and that's why we have here New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, athletic based product here. So uh, you know what you're getting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, and you're not. You're not wrong. I mean, even the more. Like for lack of a better term, even the goofier stuff that New Japan does is still based in athletic <laughs> contests. Like King of Pro Wrestling 2021 is still a trophy that people are wrestling over. Like it's still, hey, oh no. it's still <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm literally saying it's still grounded in sports. It's still grounded in athletics, no matter what the story is. I'm here talking still, shit, and I, I got a damn <laughs> iron finger ladder match here coming up. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but here's the thing here's the thing i don't know guys all right it's athletic and i also knowing knowing bullet club i don't expect you to you know go arm drag take i don't expect i expect it to be a ladder mat like even in the even in the matches where bullet club doesn't have like a a a fire brimstone reason to beat someone's ass you'll jump people at the start just just to jump them and so it's it's man let's jump them exactly (laughs) and so and so it 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 it, cre- it doesn't create that dissonance. The package will still match the wrapper, whether the wrapper is a basic tag match or whether the wrapper is a ladder match over the custody of the Iron Fingers with Tai Chi. It's still it's still gonna it's still gonna match. Um, and that that's I think the problem WWE had with this this Bray Wyatt fiend Randy Orton Alexa Bliss nonsense is because they did they had this big theatrical Jack in the Box that the fiend popped out of, and so it was a theatrical entrance. And then a very basic wrestling match with a dist- like the Alexa Bliss distracted the fiend. Randy Orton hits the RKO and it's over. There are no special effects. They didn't even do like the projected bugs like the first time they did with Randy Orton. It was just it was it was lacking. And I I can't believe I'm saying that from a feud where a guy got lit on fire and everyone was vomiting <laughs> black stuff and they they were you know flirting vaguely with with some 4chan imagery. Uh, like it just it was very it. I don't know. That's the one part. That's the I. I don't want to go we, on too much. Too, are we too grown up? All right. So have that might we be become adults. Have we become adults now? Because I remember when I was a kid when I watched Papa Shango get that black goo stuff come down from his head. Do you remember that? Yep. And I was like, I, I, as a kid, I was I was like, what the hell? And I, and that was <laughs> that was how it's. Our kids are. Let me ask you: Do you think the fans that are at a younger age still believe that? Or I, I, I don't know about the the, the younger age fans. Uh, I think there are a lot of kids that will just kind of they'll go with it because you know at the yeah. end of the day, kids you know kids are kids, and they they will like what they like and what they don't like 
doesn't really exist. I don't know. I remember being a kid and it was sort of like, I, I like what I like and the stuff that I don't like, I'll just, yeah. you just don't make me right. watch it and I'm fine. Um, so who do you think that, who do you think that they're, they're, uh, this is for? Who do you think that? The, I think the target audience for the Fiend, Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton story is for a section of YouTube viewers. Mm. And you, you find this in the, in the wrestling business, in sketch comedy, and a lot of things. There are YouTube viewers who, uh, let's, let's put this bluntly, don't watch porn. Because yeah. they don't want that in the, they don't want that in their search history or they don't believe right. in porn or whatever. But there are mm -hmm. porn adjacent videos you can find. A Joey Ryan was a good example of this. He got millions of views because you could technically go on YouTube and watch someone grab someone's dick. Mm. You could tech and and I have a I I know sketch comedians who will intentionally do do sketches about their feet because they know that the feet videos will get thousands of more views than the regular sketches because it's not porn but you can technically get off to feet you can technically get up and so it I does know. feel like this fiend Alexa Bliss thing is for the people who watch WWE clips on YouTube and are looking for the more porn adjacent uh, ones I don't I don't know because there are. It, even even the people that like leave weird YouTube comments on Fiend stuff didn't seem to really like what happened at WrestleMania. So I, I they may not even have the pulse of of the original of the original demo for it. But that's that's who it always felt like was the the demo for this for me because it didn't it felt too grown up to be for the kids, and it felt too cartoonish to be like that adult programming that uh that some wrestling you know kind of you know I, I never even thought of that Ross. I never even thought of that, I, but I it makes sense what you explain. Yeah. It. it it makes some sort of sense. No, uh, and it's 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 a brilliant business model, especially if you're like an independent hustler who just who needs to get those views and needs to keep your YouTube thing active. If you throw up some some stuff that's not porn but can technically be adjacent to it, you're yeah. you're gonna see those numbers rise. <laughs> like is there well, no, there are straight up because you have to remember YouTube is global, and there are countries yeah. where you just straight up porn is banned. And so yeah. if you want to get around that. YouTube's there for you. Um, there you go. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, how, how, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that, man. Because I, <laughs> I didn't know that. Bro. <laughs> I'm I'm full I'm full of weird information. That's my. We, we I'm gonna start putting up my videos with my feet only, man. Right? That's it. I'm, I'm, if I want views, I'm gonna start doing feet videos, yep. bro. Dude, I'm <laughs> I'm I am telling you, every, it, at least every female comedian I've I've ever met has known that at some point, if you make a foot video, those those views are gonna go up, and it can even be a parody of foot videos. They don't care. It's just about seeing the feet. Um, and so you can you can even parody the stuff that you're you're trying to you know trying to get the get the views off of, and it'll still it'll still bump those metrics up. I, I saw a picture of Alexa Bliss and her whole getup, man. It looked cool. I mean, yeah, from, no. from, from a picture aspect and all that, it looked really and she, cool. And honestly, this this is the kind of thing only Alexa Bliss can pull off because she's one of the few, I think, in WWE that is is fully theater trained. Like she really, yeah. she is someone who can pull off the, the character. I don't even know what, if this is Sister Abigail or if it's a new version of Alexa Bliss, whatever. But she has committed to this fully, like this. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not knocking Randy Orton. I'm not knocking yeah. Bray Wyatt. I'm not knocking Alexa Bliss because all of them have committed to this weird storyline 100%. And the only reason it's been serviceable is because the performers involved have made yeah. it so. Um, but man, talk about making making some some chicken salad because like that's that's what the commitment's kind of doing here. Yeah, I've seen a few things that. Uh, um... 
Alexa Bliss has done a few mm-hmm. projects inside WWE. Um, and I I think she's very talented, man. The way she's very versatile and changing um herself to to mm-hmm. fit the part, man. I um I, I think she's one of the few girls like that can really um work in there at in in at ring wise. I haven't watched much of her well, ring work, but outside yep. of ring work with the mic and and the, the you know the skits that she's done has been I thought was very good. Oh yeah, and she, and in ring she she is uh I don't know how to it's either double jointed or something like she can pop her shoulder out of I've socket. Seen, I've seen a gif with that. Yeah. Yeah, and so that and that's one of those things that like if you're in the wrestling business you can pop your shoulder as I could do it every time you can. It grosses people out. It's a, <laughs> it's an image and it it re, like she really I like I like I said I'm a fan so I'm not going to you know talk about the wrestling but she really she gets it. She really seems to understand how to how to how to evoke a reaction. I think on the mic, there are very few that are as good at, at like being mean as she yeah. is. Like she's up there. Like I used to do what I call the Ric Flair test of, can I imagine this wrestler just calling someone in the audience fat boy and Alexa bliss? Absolutely. I could see her <laughs> just immediately being like, if someone's booing her, just going, shut up fat boy. Like she's got that. <laughs> she, she's got that. She's got that level that like she can, she can cut some people down, um, which is, and again, which is why I kind of I kind of want them all to be done with this so they can be using Bray Wyatt, Alexa Bliss, and Randy Orton to their absolute strengths. Because uh, even even with their commitment, this this is this is putting a ceiling on them. This is putting a ceiling on all three of those wrestlers. Yeah. Um. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But you know, we are. We're talking about history here, Tama. We're talking about a, it's a historic WrestleMania. We had a historic uh, main event. But the United States of America is about to make some history. And it's, you know, there's still a lot of time for this to, for, for plans to change, so to speak. But right now it has been announced that as of September 11th, 2021, the United States is going to be pulling out of Afghanistan. We're going to be pulling all troops, all military out of the, the country of Afghanistan. President Biden saying that he uh, has he is the fourth president to oversee military action in Afghanistan. He doesn't want to be the fifth. This is a pretty close topic to you, as we've covered on uh, earlier episodes mm. of the podcast. Not only were you in the Air Force, not only were you in Afghanistan, but uh, when you... Your first day in the Air Force was no, September. No, no, no. Oh no, no! I'm gonna fix a few things. No, yeah, uh, I was in Afghanistan. I was in Iraq. Oh, you're Iraq. I'm sorry. I was That's in right. Iraq. I was in the Air Force. Um, and my first day outside of boot camp. So I graduated boot camp. Yep. My first day at tech school, uh, in Texas was September 11th, yeah, 2001. And now on on the on the twentieth anniversary, we're gonna be we're gonna be finally be pulling pulling the troops out of there. It sounds like there will still be some you know CIA and other presence like that yeah. on the ground. But yeah. as far as far as this being a military engagement that we have been involved in for for 
like I said, about 20, it'll be, it'll be 20 years in about October or November of this year. It's, it's, yeah. that's big. I mean, that's a, I, I can't believe it's 20 years. It's been 20 years already. I, that's insane to me that that time yeah. has flown by that fast. I was, that I was in Iraq uh, in 2003. So that's about 18 years ago. And that, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel that long ago, but I hope I, Hey, it, I'm glad we're pulling out. I'm glad we're minding our own business. I just hope that when we leave, we don't leave it a mess. And um, yeah. like what we did with Iraq there. So yeah, make sure that the country is all right. What, which I'm sure they are. Cause we pretty much, we didn't quite, uh, well, I don't know the whole history or what's been going on there. I've been out of touch with yeah. what's been going on in, in uh, Afghanistan, but as long as we mm-hmm. don't, as long as we leave and everything's all right, you know, it, we're not, it, and it, it does sound like what has been kind of hampering in the past few years is is the fact that like Afghanistan can only go so far with us there, you know, because like we've been, there, we've been there for 20 years. It's the longest military occupation in the history of the U.S. where we didn't then take it in as a state. So like it does seem it does seem like it's time to for lack of a better term, shit or get off the pot with Afghanistan. And we had like I like you said, the infrastructure is getting better it's not look is it perfect no but it's it can only they can only do so much with a with an occupying force in there and so now this this will be a good time for to see to kind of see what we've actually done there because you're right afghanistan or iraq got left kind of a mess vietnam got left kind of a mess and so we got to make sure that if we're going to do this uh you know as they as they as nixon called if we're going to do peace with honor we got to make sure that you know we're not just we're not just leaving a lot of people out to to dry yeah i with afghanistan it it seems like we were at war but we're not really at war with them like what we did well, with iraq right we were kind well, of that's just... that, that's that's the problem with the war on terror we were never at war with afghanistan we were never yeah. at war with iraq we were in like when we were fighting isis we were never at war with syria we were just at war with the concept of terrorism mm-hmm. and so that's just nebulous enough that you can stretch that as long as you want because terrorism is it, it's not if it's not in Afghanistan it'll go somewhere else and so you can chase it there and so it, it I think we use yeah. that nebulous term to maybe overstay our welcome in some places and so if if this like I said it's not until September there's still a lot of time for shit to change and it's not the first time that there has been talk of a, of a pullout and so you know knocking wood and all that but it is it is progress it is it is it is possibly a, a very positive sign yeah uh I, man I, I have you ever watched a lot like those documentaries of, of yep. like guys over there in afghanistan i've seen a few of them on netflix mm-hmm. and I, that just seems like uh I, I don't feel like it just looks like they're not developed enough to i mean it's just scattered like a whole bunch of warlords here mm-hmm. all over the place that they're still back in the st- not i not stone age but just 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 not well, you know they in the, you know this is this is a problem with a lot of countries over the world is for a long time developed nations like england like uh, like the dutch in in holland like the french like the americans we kind of kept our foot on places like like afghanistan because you have to remember the history of afghanistan they a, a lot of those countries in the middle east weren't originally countries the borders were just drawn in there with uh by by either british colonialists or by by the french like iraq is three different countries technically crammed together which is where Mm -hmm. i I guess a lot of the problem uh uh, comes from and so it's it 
it really does feel like if we if we actually do what we're saying we're going to do and we pull out of Afghanistan, it will give them the room to actually grow because we, we you know, as it, it sounds like democracy is is fostered there. It sounds like they have they have the tools. But if it's one of those cases where if, if you're constantly being occupied, there's it, it gives it gives you a reason to not get united. Um, yeah. Whereas whereas now now they will be able to actually come together i guess i don't i thought once I'm, i thought once we got you know we, we nabbed uh osama bin laden we were going to dip out you know i thought that yeah. was the whole purpose of us going there and then it just kind of groove well but and but then the thing with bin laden is he was he was he was in afghanistan for a little bit but most of his stuff was in pakistan and so like our mm-hmm. whole reason for being in afghanistan was so we could go next door to pakistan every now and then and, and do stuff <laughs> like the the uh like killing bin laden um Mm. so now i i'm i'm with you i feel like it's it's long overdue i feel like it's 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 just it's just time it's just it's it's been too long i was i was 10 when we invaded afghanistan i'm 30 (laughs) now oh shit oh shit ross don't tell me that man (laughs) i was i was i'm just i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put it in a full full blown full blown context here i was 10 i was 10 when we invaded afghanistan the hd won't show it i've got gray hairs now so that's that's how long we've been there that's insane man yeah hey you're not the only one with gray hair now man i was gonna say (laughs) i was gonna say i'm assuming you weren't that gray when you were in your early 20s (laughs) (laughs) oh shoot man no but that's good it's good news man um now that i do you will you feel that America's starting to pull back and becoming more of an isolationist uh, country? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. definitely it feels like, especially in response to, because like the Bush administration was all about that war on terror, was all about fighting the bad guys where we can and, and policing the world, and mm-hmm. then I think when when Obama didn't pull back on that, when we were still kind of policing the world despite the fact that we had a new president it yeah. made a lot of people it made a lot of people realize guys what are we doing here why are we you know why yeah. are we why are we trying to fix all of the world's problems when we have so many at home like we we have a lot of like it's it's one of those you have that you ever have that friend who like tries to help everyone but their life is a mess <laughs> that's america right now we are that friend who's like hey let me let me let me help you with your democracy right now while we work on some voting laws. Like you should not be giving me advice. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. And so, don't tell me about my money situation when you ain't got no money. <laughs> we're we're in debt. Our our, our 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 voting rights are being stripped by the day. We just we don't have a lot of high ground to stand on anymore. It's like the old. It's like it's like that old Aaron Sorkin monologue from the newsroom. We're not we're not the best country in a lot of stuff right now. We're just we're just not. Maybe one day we can be if we focus on ourselves. But right now we're not. But you're doing that wrong, and I think you should do it like this. You know? uh, your house is on fire. Have you noticed your house? Is on fire? I can sleep outside. It's okay, but your it's house fine. though. <laughs> oh, oh shoot! Well, damn. I think that's that's a hell of a yeah. hell of a way to hell of a way to bring this to the close. Have some have some good news to kind of yeah, to kind nice. of celebrate on. Tama, where where can uh, where can people find you on social? Guys, media? you can find me on Instagram, the good bad guy Tama Tonga. You can find me on Twitter, Tama underscore Tonga. Look me up on Facebook. I'm easy to find, Tama Tonga. 
Ross, where can they find you, man? Um, at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, at Ross Berman IV on Instagram. My music's at rossberman.bandcamp.com. And uh, I'll be I'll, I'll be on Twitter in, uh, what is it, like about 12 hours for the, the New Japan show. <laughs> we got y'all are, I believe, still in, uh, where are you at tonight? I'm in Corican Hall tonight. I was about to say, Tokyo. I think let, let, another let me turn this around here. So you got to get a nice little view of the city. We're in Tokyo. Dome. City. You guys join us next week again, or actually this yep. weekend. We got happy hour this weekend, this Saturday. Uh, Ross will, will put up the information here on patreon.com backslash Tomazon and join us. We get deep dive deep, ask, answer your questions. Okay, Ross, thank you very much for this for this episode, guys. Thank you for joining us here on Twitch. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, smash that subscribe button now. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much. Peace. Thomas Island listeners, as guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, from how it feels after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before we go out, and then we get into our 20s and our 30s, and we start to notice those first signs of hair loss. Oh, it definitely starts to feel like panic time. Because let's face it, no guy ever really wants to go bald, but thankfully, there's now an easy way to keep your hair with keeps. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The only way to really prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. And Keeps makes it very easy. You don't have to go to your doctor's office for hair loss prescriptions. Now, all you have to do is visit a doctor online, get your hair loss medication delivered right to your home, and start now. That's right. They make it easy, and they deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to hanging out in the pharmacy checkout lines and all those awkward doctor visits. And also, they have the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but you've never tried them for this price. Again, you have to start while you still have hair left to save, and treatments can typically take between four to six months, so it's important to act fast. And if you want that first month free, go to Keeps.com backslash Tama. That's right, Keeps.com backslash Tama for your first month free. Head on over to Keeps.com and keep the hair you have while you still have it. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.